0: With yeah, we're back were, at yeah, Moniker Art Fair. He's, he's our youngest. We have a contributor full table. Hawaii, uh, we're still saying hello to Miro, people.
1: To. The right
0: now at the table, we have Myro, Paid, my and Sinclair the vendor. Sup, what's up? Sup, what's up? Oh, no, no, Matthew, Troublemakers. Look at these guys. I could tell. Well, I'm not
2: a troublemaker. Yeah. We all. What do you mean? I heard you the other day. Yeah, you heard? yeah, yeah. But I, I just couldn't keep my mouth shut. Yeah,
0: we're just going to jump right into it. So, uh,. Moniker has beautiful talks, curated speaks about all sorts of topics. Now, paid at a problem with one of them. No, I didn't.
3: You were... (laughs) Yeah, you did. I heard it
0: upstairs. I'll be honest. I haven't been around forever. I don't know everybody in the game. I never heard your mouth open like that before. But when it opened, I'm like, oh, we got to sit down with this guy. Right. So, it was the... Was it the ad takeover?
2: No, it was... I found holes in his story or in his argument and I felt the need to plug them with my uh, opinion.
0: That's one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and I got pulled in three different directions by people that thought I wasn't listening to you talking to hear you talking and you were just all over him in the right way. You were not a jerk. You yeah. were not disrespectful.
2: Which is, I, I can be a jerk. I am. Look, I'm a nice guy, but... Because of, I guess, growing up in Brooklyn, we have or can have an abrasive way of going about saying what the saying. The fuck are all, you talking it all about? It comes from the heart, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's all it's called all being a New in Yorker, a Yorker way, man. But we just, you know, uh, things come out when they come out. Let's
1: clarify. We have a filter.
2: That's what it is.
1: Let's clarify. where in Brooklyn because born and can...
2: raised. I'm a Sheep's Head Bay, South Brooklyn guy. Um, live in Bay Ridge now. But, um. what? what? Bay Ridge in the house. Bay He's from too. I was born
0: 59th and 14th. Was Bensonhurst most of my life, and yeah. now I'm Bay, in Bay Ridge, yeah. Oh, nice. 75th and 4th. That's where, in the spray room, we record most of our yeah. long yeah. format. We'll see how this goes. I've already seen you in public. I'm not sure I'm going to invite you into my house just yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if it goes well today. not <laughs> No, ever. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a not guy. anymore. <laughs> no, you're not in <laughs> there. Back in the day. All right, so let's in- let's introduce your, uh, your, your teammates here. Uh, tell us a little bit about your,
4: your stuff, Sinclair. Um, so when I was younger in the 80s, from New York, Long Island, basically grew up in Brooklyn. Um, but when we moved out to Long Island, I kind of missed the aesthetics of the graffiti culture. It wasn't as popular out in the island. So as a teenager, I would wander around, you know, the Bronx... Lower East Side, Brooklyn, anywhere, you know, I can get on public transportation. Uh, Started writing with a crew called the Destiny Children. Um, Pretty much, they started rocking on the Five Line in the Bronx. Um, I was more of a vandal. I liked the throw-up scene. I liked the vandalistic scene. I liked putting my tags everywhere. I was kind of a Cap fan when people didn't really dig Cap much. Um, So I was that guy that would rather have more of my tags out there, then big, pretty trains running on the lines. And so as I got older, kind of transitioned into the music business, um, went to college uh, for music, law, music business, A&R rep, worked with a lot of famous rappers. As I got older, I missed the graffiti scene, um, moved to Florida for a hot minute, started like, how can I do graffiti, went out to Miami, saw the scene of Miami's blowing up, kind of reminded me of how New York was back in the days, so, you know, being that I wasn't, like, directly in Miami, you know, I was like, how do I, how do I start doing graffiti again? How do I start doing stuff? So I just started doing abstract art, uh, did a couple of pieces, did a couple of solo shows. Um, I did a piece one day, and I literally hated the fucking piece. I hated the piece. So my instinct was to just do a throw up over it. I did a throw up over it. One of my neighbors goes, what in God's name is that? And I said, well, that's a throw-up. I had to explain it to him. And he was like, don't touch that painting. Leave that painting exactly the way it is. I showed it to a gallery in Florida. They were like, listen, can you do more of this? I said, absolutely. I started doing it. And the more I did it, the more I realized I'd rather vandalize my canvas and do layers of vandalism over layers, whether it be sticker bombing over the canvas, whether it be putting uh, collage material over the canvas and tagging my name up, putting my crewmates their stickers. And, you know, I got into that and, you know, I got a couple of galleries in Miami that started like really feeling it. And that's how I got my start. So
0: you're really Sinclair, the vandal of your own personal property.
4: Correct. So I vandalized my own artwork. So I will start with a basis on a piece, an idea, a thought. It could be a magazine article. And I put it up on the canvas. And from that point forward, the graffiti... Vandal in me just comes out And I just vandalize the piss out of the canvas Until my mind says, you know what That shit looks like something that would be on the Lower East Side And I just took it off the wall And as I watch Some of the areas like the Lower East Side Wynwood, I mean I'm seeing the Gentrification of some of these areas Where the street art scenes are dwindling And they're getting smaller and smaller But I'm seeing people my age that are now Looking to collect this stuff and put it in their homes So I'm basically trying to bring the vandalism experience into their houses and the aesthetic into their homes, and and that's basically what I'm doing. So I linked up with a couple of different galleries in Miami, New York. I just got my first European art rep in Belgium. I'm doing some stuff in Amsterdam, you know. So we're doing this show here with Monica. Reached out to the guys here, said, listen, man, you know, I want some 80s, 90s graph writers in my space. Let's do this. You know, he does, you know, paid, does the uh, the advertisement stuff that I remember seeing as a kid in the grocery store windows.
0: What? I thought he was just a heckler for
4: public speaking events. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, he's good at both. I don't understand. He's a multitasker, man. He can, he's, a multi-tasker. Yeah, he's a multitasker. He's a sign you know? painter. And then, you know, I got my boy Miro. You know, we linked up in Miami, and, you know, other crewmates of mine introduced me to him, and, you know, he's an old graph writer, and we're all down in Florida. Now, there's a lot of us down in Florida where, you know, people don't realize that, and, you know, you walk around Wynwood. It's Florida like Florida is
0: the sixth borough. I don't well, want to No, no doubt. Well, I no mean, doubt.
4: everybody talks yeah. about retiring to everybody. Florida. Everybody.
0: Listen, the, the migratory pattern of the Brooklyn Italian is Brooklyn, Staten Island, Jersey, and, and you die in exactly. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Florida. <laughs> you know, Jews, know, yeah. Same thing. Same thing. We're just gonna
4: die writing in Florida. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> the early
1: bird special.
4: Right. I mean, I mean, the first time I went to Wynwood, the first throw up I saw uh, that resonated with New York. I saw a dual tag. I saw a dual RIS. <laughs> I'm like, this is a dude that I grew up watching his throw up all over New York City. And I'm like, he's down in Florida? But he wasn't. But then I saw Myro stuff all over. I'm like, all right, well, these dudes are all in the same crew. So there's a scene going on. And then through mutual people, we linked up and, you know, we hit some stuff up in Wynwood and, you know, was trying to keep the whole graph scene down in Florida alive. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a challenge, you know. I mean, but again, you know, some of the art fairs, you know, the collectors are coming out and they're wanting this aesthetic in their homes because they see it dwindling from the streets. And, you know, I mean, I think it'll always be there, but I think at some point, you know, you're going to have corporations and big money just try to edge it out as much as they can humanly possibly do it. So, you know, even like just being around here, I won't, you know... Tell you too many spots me and him hit till four in the morning, but you know, <laughs> we had quite a few comments this morning about how much time we spent, you know, hungover. roaming around yeah. Freeman's um, Alley, uh, the yeah, Lower yeah, East, stumbled East stumbled Side, Chinatown. Yeah. I mean, we were I all over you, the place, yeah, you know, so. I, know, people, I heard about your stickers. Believe people, me. People said People said me and him are dropping breadcrumbs. And I'm like, the right people can find out exactly where we are if they just followed those breadcrumbs. So It's like, know. I
1: know, the other day I absolutely knew you were back in town. Because, like, well, that's a new one. <laughs>
4: that one wasn't here yesterday. Absolutely. He's back. <laughs> You're the first one to catch me out there. I think you've caught me out there. I was doing something in Freeman's Alley. And yeah. I heard it say my name. And I'm like, oh, damn. And I turned I thought it was a cop. And I'm like, oh, she's doing an art tour. I'm like, thank God. And these people are like watch me, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm pulling stickers out. But, you know, it was a good experience. I hit all, I hit all a whole tall group up with stickers, pins. You oh, know, makes re- so
1: every, yeah, everybody, everybody was excited oh, to like yeah.
4: actually see somebody vandalizing some space. And then, you know, two weeks later, they whitewashed a the whole goddamn wall. And I'm like, come uh, on, yeah. man. Like, these businesses don't realize the publicity that that brings to their business. Like, people hang out in that whole area. Yeah, I don't even to, know why they did that. That was just kind of It was, crazy. Yeah, and it was it's like not like they overnight. even did a
1: good job. They didn't scrape
4: it yeah, or Yeah, they just
1: sprayed pages. over everything.
4: Everything. Like we it was really bad. Nothing. It shit's hanging off the walls in yeah. beige or People yeah. go there
0: specifically to see
4: that. Exactly. You know, so. And now, I mean, you know, you see yeah. people hitting it up again. But, I mean, I'm, like, looking at the businesses. If I owned a business over there, I would love for these guys. It's free publicity. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at people and nobody's speaking English they're from Europe they're from you know the Middle East they're from South America you know they're shopping and spending money then you whitewash the wall and they come hoping to see some street art and that whole alley is beige and it's like dude it looks like yeah. in my opinion it looks like shit totally. so I'm glad that you see the paste people everybody's going up in there and they're throwing stuff back up because
1: well and it's allowed what I love is it's allowed people to put some massive big pieces exactly. in there because it's exactly. exactly. all that blank Our wall Cobain,
4: um
0: Sunflower piece. Yeah, that piece. Who is that? A uh, guy from Seattle. Uh, who is it? Come I on, sold. Yeah.
4: Oh, come on. Sold Hive Mind. I knew he gets knew a lot of love to... on Instagram and social media.
0: He's the same guy that does those uh, like, like Greek sculpture heads. Uh, yeah, know. Know. we had a uh, collaboration. Uh, pull the oh, pull the mic okay. over. post collaboration? Yeah, oh, we yeah. got <laughs> an, we
1: got another backstory to hear too, Myro. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: Akon Akon Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Force collaboration. Were, did you force yourself on him on his work? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there
3: you go. In a good way. Okay. So, <laughs>
1: Myro, you're you're a New York crew guy originally, right?
3: Yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, my name is Myro. I represent uh, Risk crew, Rockin' it suckers. Uh, I'm born in New York. Was born in Manhattan. Grew up in Flushing, Queens, and uh, most of the Risk crew is is from Flushing, which is how I got down with them and. We did subways back in the 80s, um, bombing New York. You know, from I started in '82, and uh, rode it out all the way to the end, to the end of the subway era, and through part of the clean, clean train era, and uh, then from there, we, um, you know, moved on to the street, and from that point on, uh, you know. J- bombing on and off here and there. Later on, moved down to uh, Florida, where I currently reside in, in Miami, and uh, just doing a lot of murals out there in, uh, in that area. I think it's a great um, place out there. Painters a lot of murals. Probably You'll can you notice that we're going through a renaissance down there. There's probably about 40 blocks of murals and street art and and graph and uh,
1: I can't believe how much Windwood has changed in like three or four years. It's yeah, been actually, like there's a lot of gentrification insane. going
3: on. A lot of the warehouses are being converted into storefronts and
1: parking lots.
3: Parking lots, You have condos. to wonder why
1: they're making so many parking lots. How many people are they trying to put? In, where are they going to cram the people <laughs> where, that they're building? Where are the all these cars coming for? from? Exactly. I'm like, yeah. they're building parking lots everywhere.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it, it's technically no different than the Lower East Side me and him were walking around oh, we, yeah, it's we were insane. stunned at how there was hardly anybody with a New York accent roaming around the Lower East Side Yeah, same things going on in Wynwood everybody yeah. is from somewhere else and you know you're just like well these people are here for the art scene and the art scene in my opinion again like these people need to understand like when would they get the draw is the street art. Right. It's Nobody's going there to have a beer unless they get to look at blocks and blocks and blocks of street art. And so if they you need get the, rid of that, then what do you have left? Absolutely. So, again, back to his advertising fiasco yesterday. <laughs> I think they don't understand the advertising. I'm joking with you. The advertising aspect of the street art, so many people are coming in there, and these people are not having to pay for advertising. They're not. The street art is the advertising. People go to Wynwood because they want to be seen there. They want to tag it in their Instagram posts and everything else. That they're, hey, I'm in front of so-and-so's piece. I'm in front of Wynwood Walls. And then I'm going to go have a taco and I'm going to have a beer and I'm going to roam around the whole. But they're there primarily to take pictures of street art. And, you know, now you see a lot of the New York cats getting a lot of love down there. And, you know, it's it's. You know, they're they're spreading out into the little river area, the little Haiti area starting to become a little a little more the hot spot for some of the street art. But you know, I mean Winwood's, Winwood's always gonna be Winwood. So, you know, it's it's they just gotta understand that, you know, the advertising, the free publicity they get from the from, from what me and him do and everybody from the sticker guys to the wheat paste guys to the guys who do gigantic murals on the side of buildings, you know, they, they gotta really understand that this is all free for them. You know, no we're not getting paid some people get paid. Some people just go down there because this is what we do. And yeah, and
1: that's one of the things I always tell people on the tour. Right? I don't think a lot of people realize is Number one is the physical aspect, how much hard physical labor it is to actually put a piece up on a wall.
4: Just ask Miro's legs right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I always tell people that's why you end up doing jobs like working for moving companies and things. Because if you go up and down a ladder 50 times a day, yeah, yeah, you're usually in pretty good shape. No. Right. It costs money that you you know, yeah, spray paint's not cheap. Yeah, we're not
4: kids no more. Nobody's stealing spray paint anymore. I just don't think
1: people realize that how much dedication and what it really takes. Absolutely. But the flip side is they also don't necessarily realize it's an extreme sport.
3: Sure. Absolutely. It's it's a competitive sport. Now,
1: guys,
0: Sold Magazine is for the children. We say it all the time. We say it all the time. Is that what we say? All the time. For the children. (laughs) Now. Teach them well. We have our own junior member of the team and considering you guys are all senior members of the team <laughs> i i would love i nice. would love for you guys to bestow a little wisdom upon the kiddest here who does go down to miami who does shoot winwood might need some tips might need you know what do you got for him gentlemen
4: don't get caught Learn
1: I'll try. Don't practice. get. Caught. I already got practice, kicked practice, out of a practice, bar because I wasn't allowed in there. But that was it.
4: Well, that's understandable because your age. <laughs> but just don't get caught on the street. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants to get caught. Just
2: learn your history and practice until your fingers fall off. Yeah, you never practice, you, practice, practice. Yeah, you never stop. I'm. I started writing in '84. I. I'm. How many stickers did I do here? These are all practice. You need to develop your own style. Because a lot of Guys today are technically dope, but don't have style. Um, they copy. That, that's just a big thing. Like there's the a big thing right now is the division and the lumping together of street art and graffiti. Um, street art guys are maybe dope artists, but they lack flavor. And graph guys that like that know their shit and yeah. You 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 gotta have that was the first thing back in the day. You didn't you wouldn't go out and bomb if you look. Everybody starts off and they suck, um, but you you kind of didn't even attempt to bomb until you at least had a little bit of style. It's a big 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 thing, um, and it's kind of left out in. This whole lumping together of graffiti and street art—it's two completely different things that have been put in the same box. Because usually it's all done with spray paint. So, but um, but I give
4: practice. you another—I give you another tidbit. We had this conversation earlier with another writer. You need to learn your 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 your, your elders respect the hierarchy of graffiti street writers. Dudes like him—you put a sticker over him, he's gonna go over you in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> this man's his Rule number one, don't put a sticker just, over another
1: sticker. This, don't learn put a, respect. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> respect this man because he has earned his stripes. So you gotta learn when you go down Wynwood, Lower East Side, anywhere where there's a graffiti mecca, LA, you gotta learn who the guys are, who the kings are. You know, we, we, we don't use that word as much as we used to back in the days. You gotta know who the kings are, who the ru- this man rules Wynwood. Miro is I mean, Myro, I'm sorry, man. I, I always do that. Myro um, is one of the kings of Wynwood. He was a king in New York. So, like, when you got kings, you don't go over a king. A, king, no, you're a king. not a king. You're a king. You're a king, bro.
1: How do I practice not getting caught?
4: How do you practice not getting caught? Bro, have eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. Don't look, go look alone. Look before you do anything.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Sometimes it's being as out in the open as you can be so somebody doesn't... Yeah, so, nobody wants to get caught, but it's a risk. If,
0: and,
1: I, you know, if I get caught, my mom will hurt. Yeah, yeah. My mother, my mother <laughs> you don't want to know that.
4: <laughs> All our moms would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, you
2: don't, you don't want to get caught. Just, you know, practice, do your thing.
3: You'll be good. It's right. like anything else. You practice your craft, you'll get good at it.
2: Yeah, And just learn your history. I'm, I've, I've been a DJ for as long as I've been a graffiti artist. And these days, everything is done digitally. So you have software, there's a program called Serato, where you can DJ using turntables, but you're DJing digital files. And I get people all the time that ask me, oh, how should I learn how to DJ? Learn on traditional vinyl first. Because you learn the basics, you learn the fundamentals, the way to actually do it correctly, And then transfer over to something that can help you be probably a little bit more creative, and but have your fundamental tools. Same thing with graffiti or anything else in life. Start at the bottom. Don't try to. Everybody's in a rush to get to the top quickly. If you stick with it, you'll get to the top. Just take your time getting there. It's actually it's a lot of fun getting there. So.
3: Yeah, you want to enjoy the journey.
2: It's littered with them. I couldn't even come up with them. (laughs) Uh, Just practice. It's like never-ending practice. Any master will tell you, they still practice. I'm sorry.
1: Um, It's like I always explain it. For you guys, a can of paint is literally a piano to a concert pianist. Yeah. I can play Absolutely. chopsticks all day long but you could be a musical genius doesn't mean you'll yeah. ever be able to play Rachmaninoff on a piano it's a tool you have to practice using it you can be a genius artistically but doesn't mean that you don't have to continue to practice with the tools all the time
2: all the time I, my first apprentice that I taught had a sign paint um, I literally had him day after day week after week painting the letter A Over and over and over. Wax on, wax off. (laughs) Literally, to say thousands of times is an (laughs) understatement. Literally, imagine only writing the letter A hour (laughs) upon hour for weeks. And then I said, all right, now you can do B.
1: And he stuck with it?
2: And he stuck with it. And he's a dope, dope, dope sign painter. And he's. Yeah. And it's it's the way you have to do it. It's not. The repetition is so you build muscle memory. When I pick up a brush and letter, I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. I'll use a paintbrush as easily as I'll use this sharpie. Because I've done it so long and I've done it so many times, just give it a paint and go. So that's where practice comes into play.
0: Like I said, sold magazines for the children. And uh, some good advice right there. I'm gonna sum it up with a business idiom: the only place where success comes before work, gentlemen, is the dictionary. So we're gonna leave it at that. We are sold out. We paid Myro and,
1: and Sinclair and
0: Sinclair the vandal, vandal who stepped away and is doing something. I'm sure very <laughs> important. Maybe he's vandalizing someone's personal property. Might be his own. Sold out.